This is the Aranaf Pit podcast. Oddballs, what is going on? Welcome to the 12th episode of the Odd and Offbeat podcast, hosted by myself, the illustrious Matt Baker. <laughs> I don't know why. You have luster like, like a vampire in Twilight. And that is the surprisingly supple Louis Fox. I do condition my whole body. <laughs> you have supple fingers. I, I do. You I have do. very supple fingers. <laughs> Now, now, my wife's going to listen and go, how does Matt know about your supple fingers? <laughs> I thought I was the only one that knew about your supple fingers. <laughs> well, we are on the road together for two weeks. <laughs> We're a podcast that shares weird yet interesting news stories to make your life more peculiar. Yeah, and it's good stuff. You know, when you're at church, you can talk about uh, the penis mural. Yeah. Um, when Praise you're... the penis mural! Whoa! Good times. You've been healed by the penis mural. <laughs> So we're at a dozen episodes. Oh yeah, we're, that's the dirty dozen, man. Yeah, I'm, who would have th- who would have thunk we would have made it this long? I know. I think we one of us would have uh, slacked off by now. I think uh, the over under and the Vegas betting odds was at three point seven episodes. Yeah, I picked the under. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Lost eight dollars. It's been fun, folks, and we appreciate you for listening. You, of course, we're doing this to you, and we appreciate your fondness for bizarre and unusual news stories, just like our fondness for weird stuff in the world. Yeah, now I just heard you did something I didn't know people did was uh, snorkeling in Alaska. I did snorkel in Alaska because I'm very good at making bad decisions. <laughs> Is it cold? Yeah, it's great. I'll tell you, the cost of hypothermia was $136. <laughs> Who knew? I thought it was much cheaper. <laughs> uh, it was, it, they, they give you the suit that the water comes in, your body keeps it warm. And uh, the Is water... it still chilly though? No, it was actually pretty nice. And, uh, you know, it, it's not very different than going to an aquarium and just looking and you mm-hmm. know seeing all the kelp. There was not a lot. There was starfish, saw sea cucumber, which is extremely phallic. And I was fishing one time, caught a sea cucumber. How with a fishing pole? Yeah, I was out there. I don't I reeled it in. There was a sea cucumber on the end. And what did you do? Did you throw it back? Yeah, no, I ate it. Did you really? <laughs> no, I well, threw it's it a back. huge business. It's a million dollars. It's like millions and millions of dollars. Really? Yeah, totally. People slice them up, put them on their eye at the spa. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there's it's food. I think it's like calamari. Oh. And Japan. Okay. J- Japanese eat everything. Man. They do. It's crazy. Even supple fingers. <laughs> Uh-oh. ruh <laughs> But yeah, you know, it was uh, I, it was cool. I don't know. It was just interesting, you know, because I've been to catch a can a million times and mm-hmm. it was something cool to do. I got to hang out my buddy's fishing boat, my old roommate. Oh, yeah? Who used to live in this room that we're sharing a podcast Oh, yeah. In. Richie. Uh, yeah. He has he owns his own fishing boat. And oh, he does? Yeah. Well, I went up and yeah, got to see uh, what they do. Man, I do not envy that lifestyle. You know, five, six dudes on like crammed in this boat. I think I've watched that porno. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was, what was it called? Five or six dudes crammed in this boat? Yes. That was the (laughs) title. Very specific porno interest. (laughs) I've been to Gangbang Maritime. (laughs) Seven dudes who have long eyelashes (laughs) and tribal tattoos (laughs) crammed into a urinal. With supple fingers. With supple fingers. <laughs> All right. I, you know, we went by Sitka 
And, oh yeah, my uh, dad was a longtime pharmacist yeah. there. Yeah, uh, he does. He live there anymore? No, he lives down here now. Oh god! But he, I think he was up there last week doing relief pharmacy. So how'd you relief come up? pharmacy like uh, pharmacists without borders? <laughs> Alaska. <laughs> Alaska. They don't have access to quality meds, <laughs> so they bring my dad up. <laughs> He's like, I got some expired Viagra. <laughs> yeah, what some, you need? Some Percocet. He opens the trench coat. Some Cialis. <laughs> Cialis. <laughs> What's it called? Cialis. Cialis. All right. Yes. Yeah, Cialis. Cialis. So what did you? What was the relief that he did? Uh, he was filling in for a pharmacist that was on vacation. Or I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, pharmacists can take vacations. <laughs> well, no, I didn't know that you could just bring in a substitute pharmacist. Yeah, who else do you think fills in? I don't know. I would think that someone else that works there at the facility. Well, but it's Sitka, so there's... One pharmacist? Yeah. Oh. So does he have to bring his own drugs, or is he just working with other people's drugs? <laughs> he's working with other. He's working with the, the pharmacy's drugs. <laughs> he brings. Is his he own up drugs. to date? I don't know how this works. I mean, I so imagine he has to you keep to, his license. So you have to stay up to date with the current. Yeah, you have to stay licensed. Gotcha. Yeah, um, he doesn't run. He doesn't own the store. So at your dad's house, does he just have? Does he make his own stuff? Like, is he like a Walter White? Yeah, like, he's has, in like the tinctures and stuff. But uh, seriously, like, does, can he make his own? Like, yeah. Sort so of... he's the end of like. Um, I don't think they do it anymore. Uh, they call it compounding, where you you're like, oh, I take this and put it in the cauldron and the ionute. And, and did you grow up with that around? Or? No, no. I remember one time he took us to the pharmacy because it was moving, and we were helping him. Like we were like nine, helping him move stuff because it was moving down the hall. Um, because he was in the army, so he was a pharmacist in the army. Uh-huh. And so we're all sweaty, moving, you know, equipment and all this. And then we happen to walk by this room, and we see Daddy walk back there, and he's reading a Playboy. <laughs> we're like, what? <laughs> and we're like, what are you doing? He's like, I just remember, I remember this so vividly. He's like, reading Playboy. <laughs> you know, the, like the classic, like, the art, the articles in here are the <laughs> yeah, best. Yeah, no, he didn't even try and hide it. He was he's, like... He's like the Playboy pharmacist, right? Yeah. Like, he's like a little, like... Uh, piece of each playboy magazine is in every pill it's like, <laughs> it's like his calling card yeah it's like the surgeon who like branded their names under the like yeah. in the skin under the skin of all their patients i would totally do that if i was like a surgeon i'd like i'd have a calling card oh yeah a malpractice calling card you're like the west world like maps to treasure <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like yeah like the nicholas all cage the, movie all the people in the surgery room they're like why do you have a tattoo gun <laughs> you're like yeah <laughs> eh, you know it's just a, it's new <laughs> it's a new technique i'm doing in Mexico. Okay, so he relief relief pharmacy. Yeah, I'd like to be a relief pharmacist. Yeah, I guess he gets paid a ton doing it. I would it. imagine he has to go to a Sitka. That's why I always wondered about those substitute teachers. Do substitute teachers make good money? I don't think they do, and I don't think they get benefits or anything like that. No, I don't think they do because when my dad retired, he did some substituting, and I don't think it was. Uh... But I think it's one of those things that you're they they make up for the benefits in a in a healthy check. Yeah, and in not caring. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'll make it a little less if I could just sleep the whole way. Yeah, you're like, oh, I got to put in this DVD. and. Uh. I remember, like, we had a substitute teacher in uh, choir when I was, like, in the eighth grade for, like, a month and a half. Yeah. Because, like, the guy was, uh, I think he was wanted. By, uh, oh, the I, substitute or the teacher? No, the teacher nice. was arrested for something. Oh, I had a buddy that used to work at a hotel. It was like the night watchman when we were like 19. Really? And so we were hanging out at the hotel. It was on Aurora, which at the time in Seattle, um, this was like a hooker street. And so there was a, a do not rent to list 
that if you came in after a certain time to rent a room, you were either a hooker or a john. Yeah. So uh, we, my brother found like his shop teacher on the list of the do not. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh man, Mr. <laughs> Matheson's going to get it. <laughs> I love it. I was at a fair last week and I had my flea circus out. Oh, nice. And number one question people would do, they'd walk by, because the fleas do little tricks. People walk by, they look at me and they go, are those real fleas? Like, yeah. And they go, I knew it, and walk away. <laughs> they wouldn't even, oh, they, 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 wouldn't even, they saw it prior to? No, they wouldn't even watch the circus. Oh, gotcha. They just want to know if they were, maybe they're anti-flea people. Yeah, right? they're like PETA. They're like, I can't watch this. I just yeah. want to know if they're going to report me. That right there is some sweet, sweet uh, coffee Matt's pouring. You can oh, hear the yeah. background. Oh, <laughs> and that leads us to our sponsor. <laughs> well done. Hey, uh, today's episode is sponsored by Equiano Coffee Roasters. Equiano works directly with farms to bring single varietal coffees to people around the United States. You can buy their coffee online at equianocoffee.com. Be sure to mention this podcast, folks, and get 10% off their beans. That's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. You can also visit their tasting room in Eugene, Oregon. I have. It's a good time. It is awesome. That is Equiano, E-Q-U-A. I-A-N-O coffee.com. Put their beans in your mouth. I just did. That sounds gross. <laughs> and it was delicious. <laughs> but I loved every second of it. All right. Let's get to the first story. Let's do it. This story comes from news.com.au. Yeah, where it's summer when it's winter here. In the big green box at the top, it says relationships. So maybe <laughs> this is the relationship section of this of this site. I like that that's a category. <laughs> and this is a very interesting relationship because the title of it says, Gay lovers Paul and Lee discover they are half-brothers on the Jeremy Kyle show. Two men in a gay relationship and who had plans to marry have discovered that they are actually brothers. Wow. That's got to be a tough one, man. Jeez. Apparently no one's met the parents yet. <laughs> no, they have met the parents, I think. <laughs> and the parents are cool with it. All right. Well, I, this is a little conf confusing, so let's, let's hear it. Uh, two men in a gay relationship and who had plans to marry have... <laughs> Two men in a hetero relationship with each other. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you need to throw through that out. <laughs> no. Two men in Unless a, they're using like the old-timey gay, they're like, happy relationship. We're just in a happy relationship. We're going to marry. Yeah. Who had plans to marry have discovered that they are actually brothers. The pair named Paul and Lee. I would die if my brothers met two black dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two brothers. Uh, the pair named Paul and Lee appeared on the Jeremy Kyle show to have a DNA test after Lee's family and friends noticed an uncanny resemblance between Paul and his mum's former husband, Ron. So one of the guys looked like Ron, which is the mom's ex-husband. The ex-husband's always Ron. That's never the current husband. <laughs> Would that be just... You always upgrade from a Ron. <laughs> this is true. Ron is never good marriage keeper material. Yeah. Right? No, Ron's your starter marriage. Yeah. Ron's got cars on the lawn. Ron... <laughs> 
<laughs> Ron works on a fishing boat. Ron has a weird tattoo that is unexplained that he got in the the British Navy. For yeah, some. he got in the war, but his, your country wasn't at war while he's was he's in, always missing a back tooth. Yeah, I feel like the couple who met online after two years of sending flirty messages back and forth decided to get the DNA test, hoping it would have it would prove to everyone that they weren't related. That's a long time to text somebody without meeting them. Two years? But then you hear these stories of people who, like, have the weird internet relationship for 10 years and the guy sending money to the Ukraine and then... Yeah, but two years of texting. I would think this is a true catfish scenario. Yeah. You've been catfished. I'm your brother! (laughs) However, they were left visibly distressed when Kyle tells them the shocking news. Well, I don't get how the mom didn't know. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, I mean, how would you know, right? Well, she would know she had a kid. This is true. This is true. Um, So this specific article was sent to me by my brother, which is, I think, very funny that you sent this. (laughs) Are you guys, have you guys been exchanging messages? For two years, we have. (laughs) However, they were left visibly distressed when Kyle tells them the shocking news. The test results show that you two, your half-brothers, he said. It depends on the part of Australia they're from. I think if you're, like, in the outback, that's cool. That's, like, a third cousin. Yeah, right? That's Mar... Yeah. It's yeah. Like you can... They're kissing half-brothers. Yeah. Right? Uh, the pair sat in silence for about 20 seconds, clearly unable to comprehend the revelation. There's plenty... There's, there's not much to comprehend. We're brothers. It's tough. I mean, I think if you willingly go to a TV show to get DNA tests, you have to have to accept that there might be a chance that yeah. it's not going to be in your favor. I would assume. So you have to be a little bit prepared. Especially when the dude looks like Ron. I know. They had never met. Like, clearly this family has a type. Ron type. Ron yeah. type. <laughs> they had never met before. They started chatting online as Paul was taken into care when he was 19 months old while Lee was later conceived by the same mother. So Paul is older. Uh, by a little over a year and a half. And so he, it, uh, maybe she was given up for adoption or something was up with the mom. Yeah. Different dads. Ron is not the dad, but Ron is the dad of Paul. Yep. So Lee was later conceived by the same mother. Oh, I wonder if it was like shifty, like, oh, I got pregnant by Ron, but I'm with Steve. Oh, maybe. And so I got to hide this. For nine months. I can't see yeah. Steve for nine months. <laughs> or it's like, it's like in, in a sitcom where the actor's uh, pregnant, so they're always holding something in front of them. I feel like this is like a new show, like instead of the Game of Thrones, it's the Game of Bros. <laughs> This this show must be like the, you know... The The Maury Povich. The Maury Povich of Australia. Before the results, Lee said that that the thought Paul could be his brother made him sick. That means they've already done it. Then he said, it makes me basically horrible, he said. But the whole the whole reason you don't you you don't have sex with your sister it, it it's to so we don't have um uh, you can't what, have the same genetic it it doesn't make good genes what they call absolutely. that you're inbred In, inbred yeah so that I mean so with a gay one there there's not a kid involved it is incest but yeah you're not but the, you're not procreating yeah you're not having kids so the, the, so the, there would be a it would be a weird conversation if you did adopt a child though yeah. Yeah, that's some Woody Allen territory. Yeah, this, this is true. Um, let's see here. The mom's mom, Enna, has taken the news somewhat better. Yeah, of course she is. <laughs> Saying she is happy to be reunited with the have, son. She didn't just have sex with her brother. She lost a son-in-law, but gained a son. Yeah. 
trading up. Saying she is happy to be reunited with the son that she gave up. So she gave up this son. Has she not obviously not looked? Yeah. How weird is that for the the mom, right? Yeah. When I saw Paul for the first time, I instantly thought he looked like my ex husband, Ron. She said, it "Would be weird if she's like, I was strangely attracted to him." Well, read the read what it says next. I would love to get to know him. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. She definitely has a Ron type. Yeah. So Paul was taken into care when he was only 18 months old with Lee, later conceived by the same mother, Anna. After finding out that two of her four children were now in a homosexual relationship together, Anna said, when I saw Paul for the first time, I instantly thought he looked like my ex-husband, Ron. And it turns out, if it turns out Paul is my son, I will be so happy and will love to get to know him. Oh, according to the show, both men have since moved on but remain closer than ever as brothers. How do you get closer than lovers? Yeah, it's true. But closer than ever. Yeah, that's maybe. maybe. Well, they're now they're brothers and lovers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, brothers from different lovers. There you go. Yeah. Ron and mom. Wouldn't that be weird if, like, the mom, like, hooked up with the kid? With Paul? She, yeah. yeah. Before she knew that it was... That's got to have happened. What do you mean? Like, a mom gave up... Young mom. It'd have to be young mom. Gave up their kid for adoption, and then years later, she was all a cougar and ended up doing her son. So they didn't get married. Okay, they didn't go through with the marriage. Yeah, which is probably for the best. You know, I don't know. Like, you know, they say Philadelphia is like the, the city of brotherly love. It sounds yep. like Australia. Really is. <laughs> like... Taking the title. <laughs> Australadelphia. <laughs> I feel bad for the guys. That's got to be pretty tough. You know, you fall in love with somebody. But, you know, sometimes they say that, that like, your, like, sons, like, you're like what you were saying, like, stepfathers or, like, long fathers or mothers that are long removed from a relationship mm-hmm. with their kids sometimes fall in love with each other because it's, like, this sort of hormonal yeah. connection. They have the same pheromones yeah, or whatever. Yeah, there's something, there's some sort of thing, un, un like, chemical thing yeah. that you have a reaction towards. So maybe that was the thing to perpetuate them falling in love with each other. Yeah, they really had nothing in common except DNA. <laughs> You know, it's, it's weird because we have nothing in common. I normally wouldn't date them. There's just something about him. That yeah. Is, he looks know. like Ron. <laughs> he reminds me a lot of my mom. Yeah. We came out of the same vagina. Yeah. We're, we're from the same place. Oh, where? <laughs> my mom. <laughs> we come from the same area. My mom's vagina. <laughs> hey, where'd you guys meet? My mom's vagina. <laughs> hey, do you come here often? We used to live in the same house. <laughs> hey. This is a weird question, but uh, do you come here often? <laughs> you from around here? After I moved out, he moved in. <laughs> when we were at the nursery and our eyes met. <laughs> I was like, yep. You know, yeah, that's funny. I feel bad for these guys, but I'm glad that they could stay close to each other. Because, I mean, it's got to be awkward at, like, Thanksgiving when you're like, yeah. Yeah, I got, that's got to be un- uncomfortable. Like, if they're, they're starting to date other new people, right? Because you can't be jealous. Like, this is... You know how I tell you this is about my ex-boyfriend? This is my ex-boyfriend. He's also my brother. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then your your new boyfriend gets mad at you for hanging around with your ex. Yeah, right? It's just a family reunion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but your, your ex has got to be there. <laughs> you feel like you're always hanging around with your ex. God, that's got to be tough, man. Yeah, so, like... When you start dating again, do you bring it up? I mean, I guess it was on TV, so you have to. Yeah, that they, they God, that'd be that'd be tough to walk around too. I, I wonder if they would be people would mock them or if they would have empathy. I think I would have empathy. I would totally because it's a total fluke. Yeah, I mean, 
Jeez. And at least, like, they figured it out. No, I think DNA tests, you know? Yeah. I don't think my parents No, were, hang on. You, 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 you went to the sperm bank, right? I haven't... I have been to a sperm bank before. <laughs> but li- like life insurance and car insurance, what did they do? Uh, well, they denied you. They, they did deny me. <laughs> too many speeding tickets. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you drive too fast. It's like, I'm not sure that's a genetic thing. <laughs> so essentially when they, uh, this is, this could be a whole podcast in itself, this story, but, uh, essentially I just did it because I was curious, right? I don't think I will ever have kids myself. And so I was like, you know, I have good genes, so maybe I'll, I'll donate to families that can't have mm-hmm. their own kids. You know, I have decent genes, you know, maybe have a little mat, you know, it's very, uh, sort of you're hands-off the, approach to having a child. Yeah, you're having a kid without having a kid. Yeah, you know, and just, you know, he's out there somewhere. But so I, I did it more because I wanted to help people out. Yeah. And so they send you an email when you sign up and they're like, so you can cross-reference people. So I'm like, five, people who also donate who are like you. So like five eight, five nine, white, athletic build guys and they're all like neurosurgeons and astrophysicists and <laughs> athletes and I'm like what? they're like what What do you do for a living I'm like I, I, I'm comedy I do comedy if you want a fun kid <laughs> you want a kid that's gonna be awesome you want a kid who's gonna be an asshole as a teenager but then have his shit together when he's older yeah I might be your guy so you go in there was no one at the help desk and there's a ring bell oh. so you gotta ding the bell that's like, what hey, you wanna touch is that ding, ring bell ding 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 I'm here to I'm here to ejaculate ding <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I'm almost ready. <laughs> and then they, they, you know, they give you, they walk you back in, whatever. You go, and then you distribute your your things into a cup, and then you your leave things. it. Well, the, the funny <laughs> you put your wallet, your what, cell phone in what, the cup. One of the funniest things that happened in the whole scenario was that, um, so the address, the 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 clinic is next to a travel lodge, like a uh, hotel, yeah. and my GPS took me to the travel lodge and i was like really is this it did like, I, this i've is, done this before like this is uh this is the most uh low like or uh unprofessional <laughs> sperm bank ever do i just knock on door three and yeah. sort of this is how I, so um they you distribute it they test it and then they sent me an email and said well you're your sperm is not very good. Oh. But they also, before you get there, they say that you... And you're dating your brother. And and you have two brothers who also donated here. Yeah. Uh, but before, they, they say you can't sort of ejaculate for three days prior to the the clinic oh. visit. I'm like, Jesus, like, that's hardcore, man. I'm yeah. like, geez, like, what, are they communist or something? Yeah. My results, they said uh, they want 80% success rate per... Uh, sample and mine was zero point nine percent. Oh, yeah, it was pretty low. But I don't know if there was other factors that went into it. Yeah. Diet, if I had um, not stuck to the three day plan. I want. <laughs> so essentially, who knows? I mean, yeah. if someone donated a lot, they could conceivably. If be- you are of a sperm donor, like you, you should probably be safe and make sure that. Yeah, uh, you know that Every, you're not dating you, your brother. You got a twenty three and me, the person before you. Yeah, yeah. You Paul and Lee, or you end up on the Jeremy Kyle show. You've yeah. been married to your sister. I feel for these guys, but check it out. There, there's a couple of videos on the uh, the website that we're reading from. I like that. I like that story. Yeah, it's a good one. It's the old, the old and off beat podcast. 
Weird News Stories Part 2. All right, this next story comes from uh, Deadspin.com. Wow, that's a news source more reliable than counting on my stepdad to pick me up after baseball practice. The title goes, Philly fanatic shoots woman in face with hot dog gun, sends her to hospital. Wow, that's a good ball game right there. There was a lot to say in the title of it. Yes. For those of you who are not sports fans, I want to tell you who the Philly fanatic is. He is probably the only unthemed mascot around anymore. Yeah, he is like one of the most recognizable mascots in North America. Essentially, he's like half Alf, half Oscar the Grouch, half Snuffleupagus. Half Matt can't do math. Yes, yes, that's true. He's a giant green alien looking dude. But he's got like a snout. So according to Wikipedia, he's a bipedal flightless bird from the Galapagos Islands. What? Which blows my mind that a bird from the Galapagos that doesn't fly would end up in Philadelphia. Of all the places, Maybe yes. it was the smell of urine that, br- <laughs> that brought it to that city. It's, it's mating musk. Uh, but it's a very recognizable mascot. It's it's uh, very eccentric and goes over the top yep. in a lot of events. And in the, especially in this event, uh, he, sh- he sounds like he shot a hot dog out of a cannon and hurt a woman. <laughs> this is what I expect when I go to a baseball game. When that doesn't happen, I'm pissed. <laughs> especially if you're in Philadelphia. Yeah. If a fist fight doesn't uh, break out in the stands, you're like, what happened? What's yeah. going on with people? You know, but then you go to like a Mariners game and, and the mascot starts shooting out like sushi from a can. It's oh, not the same. It's true. Well, we have a like it's funny like the Mariners have a moose as their mascot and we don't even have a we don't have moose in Washington yeah it's the most ridiculous thing ever yeah you know what it was they had a rough season one year and there was like a mascot sale they're like um <laughs> they're selling costumes at the Goodwill someone was blowing them out they're like we got a moose or you can be Santa Claus <laughs> uh, so the story goes the Philly fanatic aimed his hot dog gun pressed a button and fired into the stands yeah the duct tape wrapped hot dog flew through the air. Now, I've heard of, like, bacon wrap. <laughs> the duct tape wrap. <laughs> How, like, southern redneck. That's is... what they say. Duct tape is the new bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever tried duct tape? It's muy delicioso. At the ballpark, it's a $9 duct tape dog. Okay, so they're wrapping the hot dogs in duct tape. What? A, who gets that job? The, the what? That sucks for the intern. Yeah. You're like, what, what do you do? I wrap hot dogs in duct tape. <laughs> they apply for a job. They're like, tell us what you did uh, working for the Phillies. Well, essentially, I just wrapped hot dogs in duct tape for every game. Can, can you imagine the resume to get it? Like, oh, no, I was beaten out a guy, by a guy who uh, wrapped gifts at the mall. <laughs> uh, we're specifically looking for people who uh, do cellophane, who cellophane wrap spam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the duct tape wrapped hot dog flew through the air and hit Kathy McVeigh in the face. Yeah. It knocked off her glasses, gave her a black eye, and sent her to the emergency room. Ooh. She has she has to ice her face every 20 minutes. Well, that's what happens when you get hit in the face with a duct tape wrapped hot dog. Why like. would they add that? <laughs> it's so bad. I know. Her injury is so bad. She has to ice her face every 20 minutes. She has to get set an alarm. She's like, hey, Siri. Remind me in 20 minutes to ice my face. The incident happened Monday during the Phillies. Can you imagine the fine print on the back of the ticket? It's like, not liable for foul balls, hot dog cannons. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> I don't know why I added that. That's so stupid. I don't think diabetes is a ballpark thing. What? Is, what, what what's a ballpark thing? You what probably, a ballpark? No, I don't, don't they say hot dogs give you cancer? That's probably a bigger risk. Well, they say hot dogs warp your DNA. There you go. Into a big fat person. <laughs> 
So anyways, the incident happened Monday during the Phillies' home game against the Cardinals. McVeigh, who was sitting near home plate, told six ABC's Action News. Isn't there like a net between home plate and behind home plate where yeah, you sit? But you have not. You have not witnessed the power of a duct tape wrapped hot dog. It's just small enough to fit through the it net. It can penetrate small nets, <laughs> big nets, big nets, even larger nets. The six, internet six drag out, nets. Six out of ten Philadelphia pregnancies have been caused by duct tape wrapped hot dogs. <laughs> yes, they have. I think I have a nephew that was born that <laughs> this way. This is true. <laughs> they sit him down. He's like, I'm not your real father. It's a fanatic. The, fan- the Phillies fanatic is your dad. So she... Uh, she told ABC's Action News that she wasn't able to protect her face because she would ha- she has a shoulder injury that she's getting surgically repaired soon. That sounds like a BS thing. I know. What's funny, I would be completely ironic if she got sur- she hurt her shoulder from the <laughs> Phillies fanatics. <laughs> he shot her in the shoulder. <laughs> shot her in the shoulder in a different game. <laughs> he tore my other rotator cuff. Fortunately, Tess showed she didn't suffer a concussion. Oh. I would love to watch that conversation that she has with the doctor. So... So what happened? Crazy story, Doc. I got blasted in the head with a hot dog wrapped in duct tape. Uh, She said, I have a small hematoma in my eye. And a duct tape wrapped hot dog. (laughs) I have a small hematoma in my eye, she told 6ABC. And mostly, it's going to get worse before it gets better. It's going to go down the side of my face. Uh, What's going to go down the side of my face? The hematoma? The hematoma is going to travel down her face. I, I, I'm no doctor. I didn't know that they were they traveled like that. I don't. May, I've had hematomas and they didn't like travel. What down is to a my hematoma? Che- okay, we gotta look this up. So a hematoma is a solid swelling of clotted blood within the tissues. It's a black eye. Yeah, it's a black eye. It doesn't move around. It's not like it starts at your eye. And it's it not gets like a- down to your pancreas. <laughs> if it makes it to your liver, you're it's, done. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> So, why would it travel down her face? Why would she even say that? Because she's getting old and everything starts saying. I remember if she's like, you know, that hematoma is going to travel down my face. The doctor's like, uh, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> she's like, I read it on the internet. She's like, a WebMD told me it could move to my to my nostrils. <laughs> it's going to move my kidney. And then. Mc- McVeigh is a great sport about it. She said she's fine if people laugh at the situation, which is great because it is pretty funny. And was happy to talk to Action News because she wanted to warn Phillies fans of the dangers what you of wanna- flying hot dogs can you imagine that's your cause like you're like (laughs) you go to the speakers bureau to get an agent and they're like what do you talk about dogs locked in cars childhood cancer she's like no hot dogs in the face yeah so he's like oh team blowjobs (laughs) uh we already have nine speakers about that (laughs) yeah I don't. It's, it's just a weird thing to raise awareness of. I know, like they have little, uh, like little like <laughs> wristbands that they sell. What would the Philly fanatic yeah, do? It's, it's a you could scratch it. It smells like a hot dog. <laughs> to Probably healthier you. for you if you ate that than a hot dog would be. Yeah. So she also says she has no intention of suing the Philly fanatic, which I'm not sure you can actually sue a, a make believe character. People versus Philly fanatic. People versus Mickey Mouse. He rolls up in a suit with a briefcase. He comes up in his clown car. He's got like six little miniature Philly fanatics. Yeah, he's got to get sympathy. You know what? You know what? You and the fanatic have in common. 
What? Neither of you can get insurance. Ah, this is this is true. <laughs> that's good. That's a very good point. <laughs> if you listen to prior episodes, you will know I am un- uninsurable. Uh, the Philly Fanatic is a mascot who was named the most sued mascot in the majors. I know. That's a pretty awesome thing to have. Yeah. You know, he's out there working. I'm sure he runs into like our Mariners booth. He's like, how many times have you been sued? Mariners booth is like, never. None. And then Philly Fanatic shoots a hot dog in his face. <laughs> According to a 2002 Cordoso <laughs> Lot interview article, he was the most sued mascot in the majors. But McVeigh might not have much of a case, even if she wanted to sue. Like, okay, there's got to be a case somewhere. Whether it's, they're going to go everywhere. They're going to be like, who's the hot dog gun manufacturer? It all comes down to that. There was a second shooter. <laughs> the hot dog gun NRA. <laughs> National Hot Dog Gun Association. You'll never pry this hot dog gun from my cold, dead hand. A fan sued Kansas City Royals mascot Slugger for something similar in 2010. As Philadelphia lawyer Adam Bonin recapped in a Twitter thread, the Missouri Supreme Court ruled in Comer vs. Kansas City Royals Baseball Corporation that tossed hot dogs unlike bats and balls. Wait, so you can just throw bats and balls into the crowd? That's so weird. I mean, I get like the errant foul ball, but the fanatic's just throwing bats. Fucking bats. <laughs> He's throwing bowling balls. That guy's intense. So unlike like bats and balls were not inherent part of a baseball game and the Royals could be sued for the incident. Oh, because they're saying that the hot dog is not part of the baseball game. Not part of the experience. How is that not part of the experience? I think that is completely well, part do you of remember? the I don't culture think, of baseball. Do they still have like the peanut guy that throws the peanuts? Yeah, behind the, the back. Yeah, under the b- like bounces off your uncle's head. Yeah, totally. Drinking is part of baseball. Yep. People hot, people falling off of high places. Yes. Hot dogs are part of baseball. Nachos. Yeah. Streakers yep. should be. I don't know if they, they are. They frequently are. I think that they should and be. So that was one of the things. I think my brother and I actually talked to an attorney about this, about running onto the ball field. That, like, as long as you are covered up, so you're not totally naked, it's simple trespassing. Ah. Well, I watched a documentary about there's this one guy who is, like, the quintessential. Like the soy bomb guy? Yeah, he's the the quintessential streaker. He's done every major sporting event. He's done, like, Wimbledon. Ah. He's done the Masters. He did Wimbledon. He stabbed uh, that Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Monica Seles. He was was responsible for that. (laughs) He also killed Selena, too. (laughs) Is that her name? Selena? (laughs) The singer? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> was that a uh, Yeah, OJ's like, that guy did it. <laughs> yeah, it was that dude. Uh, no, but he's done. He's done, like, uh, the Super Bowl, the World Cup, and he streaks at all of these. He's like, it's a thing. And he he has puts ads on his chest. Yeah, he's like Golden Palace. Oh, yeah, totally that guy, right? Yeah. And I saw an interview, and he says that he gets out of it just by being like, I'm so sorry. I just, you know, I don't know what came over me. I'm well, so sorry. It's one and of they th- let him off. Well, because I think it's a civil, it's trespassing, so it's civil, not criminal, I think. Yeah. So what happens now is like, you know, you're the World Series. You're like, we can spend 10 grand to give this guy an $80 fine or we can just leave. But if you're naked, wouldn't it be exposure but to a... I don't think he's naked, though. I think he's wearing something normally. I think that guy is naked. Uh, maybe it's The guy in the documentary is definitely naked. Okay. Yeah. Because he was talking about his junk. Like, he's like, listen, like, he says, it, one of the funny. If you got it, you got to flaunt it. No, no. He was saying the opposite. <laughs> he was like, I think they let me off because they feel so bad about my junk. He's like, <laughs> he's like, if I had a, you know, a, a, if I was girthy, I think I would get more I like tickets. how you're dancing around that. <laughs> I'm trying to make this family friendly. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Anyways, <laughs> the person who sued the Kansas City Royals, which is a similar case to the one that we're talking about, it went to trial in 2015 and the Royals were found to not be at fault. So she wouldn't have a case based off of this other yeah, uh, may, Supreme Court rule. But it could be something weird like she sued the wrong person. Well, she sued the Kansas City Royals Corporation. But it could, but it could be that he's a like a contract employee. Yeah, but she, but that she's suing the Kansas City. The person in 2010 sued the Kansas City Royals, yeah. who hired the mascot. But I think you need to hire. You need to sue the mascot. So, like, I used to be on my condo board, and someone sued us for something a contractor did. Uh huh. They took it to court, and we fought it. One of the reasons the judge sided with us is that we weren't liable. We weren't the people that actually made the action. Ah, interesting. Well, I've been sued twice. Have you? I have. Yeah. Uh, when I first started, I did school assembly programs. I did this. Uh, the show that I did was alternative sports and games. So I show uh, different creative games from different countries. And one of the games was called Buddy Band. Uh, have you ever seen this? Buddy mm-hmm. Band? Is that where you guys run back and forth? Yeah. Yeah. You switch <laughs> spots, right? And so the first time I got sued was a little kid tripped and fell. It, went, it kind of slung her too fast. Okay. Essentially... There's two people on... Uh, and it's a big, like, elastic band. It's a big elastic band. It's, like, surgical tubing. And there's two people who are facing each other and then another two people who are facing each other. Mm-hmm. And essentially, two people s- facing each other switch spots by running, and it sort of propels the other two people to propel- to yeah. run. And it's so, like a wrestling match. Yeah, kind of. You sort of, like, you hit the band, and it sort of pushes the other people to run, but it doesn't, like, slingshot them or yeah. anything. Well, a little girl fell and broke her wrist, and her family sued me. It, but because I work for this company, it, she sued the company the company was liable yeah. because I was worked for the company. After that, I was like, I'm never going to use kids again. I'll just use teachers. And so I got teachers up there. And then with this one time, I got these teachers up there and this woman was wearing heels and then she was wearing nylons under her heels. And I said, uh, you might slip on the, the basketball court. Do you feel comfortable doing this? We can get somebody else. And she's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fine. Uh, she tripped, fell, hit her head like Dumped it hard, oh. like audible, like that loud sort yeah. of like quiet. It quiets the whole crowd, and you just hear it echoing throughout. Oh the my gym. god! And yeah, you hear it echoing through your bank account, being <laughs> being, being emptied by the lawsuit. Uh, and yeah, so I stopped the show. You know, and I was sort of, you know, I did my best uh, to sort of help her and mm-hmm. make you know focus on her and not worry about the show. And then she ended up suing and. I was found. I was found not liable because I asked her if she was comfortable. I I walked through all these things. I gave her a warning, and then she still didn't follow my directions correctly, and she actually caused it on herself. Okay. Uh, maybe this woman was sitting too close. Maybe when you sit in those seats, it says they were like <laughs> it says, "Hey, you know, I, hot dogs might seem closer than they appear." <laughs> I'm like, are you comfortable sitting in the nosebleeds? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like she was sitting pretty close. So, uh, so she's not going to sue, which is cool. And the end, so. So the end of the article goes, the Phillies may not have to answer for the v- Fanatics hot dog shooting, but they have offered McVay free tickets to an upcoming game. Just one game. I'd, I'd, I'd set her up the rest of the season. I know. That's a little silly. Just one game. In the hot dog shooting zone, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Fanatic ought to have a bunch of hot dogs for her and just hand them to her this time. Oh, huh? look. At, yeah, I like, like how they're giving jokes yeah. to the Fanatic. Like a hot dog bouquet. I think uh, I think that's what Phillies fans want. To be honest, they want some sort of yeah. These, these people are hardcore fans. They're the people who they want to see her come back. Yeah, they want to see her get hit in the face more. Yeah, that's what they want. These are the people who threw snowballs at Santa Claus. <laughs> Did they throw beer bottles at Santa? Yeah, Claus? they're 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 like the people who booed the Pope. Like, yeah, yeah, just like crazy sort of stuff. Like the Phillies fans. 
So what have we learned from the story? Uh, we learned that this woman's pretty cool. She's pretty cool, and mascots have mascot Im- immunity. And that hematomas might move depending on <laughs> how much research you do. <laughs> depending on where your doctor graduated <laughs> yes. in his class at medical school. But you look at you look at her face, and you know, she looks pretty beat up. She okay. has her right eye has the hematoma, but then the left side of her face has some injuries too. And yeah. I'm like, that is way bigger than a hot dog yeah if i saw her and you're like what happened to this lady i'd be like elder abuse yeah and then you're like no so we'll link to that on the site if you guys want to see more and there is a little video of him shooting hot dogs not specifically at this woman but at other people who seem to like it yeah would it be amazing if he shot the hot dog and she just caught it in her mouth yeah it was like a like a subway commercial oh my god that'd be amazing yeah like a seal all right, all right. Check that out, guys. Do you want to try it first on this podcast? Do you want to play, maybe turn up the volume and play the, the newscast? Yeah. You really have to hear the intro to this news story because it's fucking ridiculous. I like right? how you just said, let's try to keep it family friendly. Because <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right. Here we go. Listen, li- this guy has a great voice, too, by yeah. the way. And he's a very handsome fellow. He's very deadpan. He too. looks like Captain America. He does. All right, here we go. New story involving the fanatic, a hot dog, and a head injury. On Monday, the green mascot shot a free meal high into the stands with his iconic cannon, hitting a Montgomery County woman square in the face. And here's a sentence I never thought I'd say, but if you thought a bun and a sausage couldn't really hurt anyone, frankly, think again. The reporters in front of the lady's house. I, I, I know there's a lot crazier stuff happening in Philadelphia than a woman getting hit with a. She's literally standing in front of Sarah Bloomquist. Let's cut to Sarah in front of her house. Let's see if we can see McVeigh icing her face every 20 minutes. Well, Jim, I'm standing in front of her house, and it looks like she has. She's using nine cubes of ice for this eye, this hematoma. Oh wait, it's traveling down her face. Her hematoma is so dramatic. It's traveling down her left side. Complete paralysis. That was stupid. I love how he says free meals. Like like the like the Phillies are out like doing community service. Like doing doing all the people who paid $100 to get there. Giving them free meals. <laughs> Feeding the homeless. <laughs> well, we, the hot dog was supposed to shoot out of the stadium. Yeah, that's what they should do. They should just send the Phillies fanatic out to these homeless encampments. And just pop, 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 pop. <laughs> people get fed and people die. Right and, there. And entertainment. <laughs> Bring it to the people. I like it. All right, folks, that's it for today's episode. Want to thank you for listening and being awesome just in general. For more information... And that link- should be like a yeah, like greeting card. Thank you for being awesome in general. <laughs> Generally awesome. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not, I'm, I don't care about you enough to write a specific thing down. Yeah. Just the, the bu- that is buck- a nice card, though. Buck if I shot. got that card, I would be... That, you're generally yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. For the most part. <laughs> yeah. 83%. I think you can't be awesome all the time. Yeah, no, you got to give everyone else a chance to catch up. I agree. For more information and links to every news story we talked about today. Check us out online at oddandoffbeat.com. Or on uh, Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. That's all. I, uh, yeah. Are there other things? I'm sure there are. I mean, there's Snapchat if you want to see... Uh, 
Matt's uh, dick pics. But yeah. other than that. But only in three second bursts. Yeah. <laughs> but should, a lot of them. We should but have a lot a, of them. <laughs> so many <laughs> collages of dick pics. I always thought like, you know, if I was a single woman and because I mean, that is a, a I would imagine they get a lot of you know yeah. those sort of pictures I would make a like a coffee table book oh but I, that probably is illegal I, I don't know they sent it to you yeah right I don't know how that works but isn't that revenge porn isn't that what but that I don't is? think it is because especially if you didn't ask for it I think the big thing about revenge porn is you're maliciously doing it I mean and there's nothing identifiable yeah that's true who's gonna sue and be like that's totally my wiener you know how I can tell tattoo on it <laughs> <laughs> See my name on that? Yeah. <laughs> Just, do I need to always identify it? Just in case I get drunk, I need to know what penis is mine. <laughs> exactly. In case I leave it somewhere. If I leave it on the plane, they in know In case who to call. I'm in one of Louis' favorite pornos. <laughs> Seven dudes on a I, I want people to be identified I, for my IMDb <laughs> credit. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, uh, those are the social sites that we are on. We also do a weekly photo meme contest where we post a funny photo you send us a caption best caption wins an awesome prize yes a generally awesome prize yeah (laughs) generally awesome (laughs) Uh, of course uh we do that weekly uh and we try and promote we try and get you guys to send us stuff send us your stories we want to hear from you we want to hear what you think about what we're doing fun stories fun anecdotes we'll take what's going on in your life social security number we'll take whatever you got yeah we need some help all right (laughs) i want to thank equiano coffee for sponsoring this podcast anything you want to tell the people uh, where where can people see the Louis oh, Fox? You can catch me at the Umatella County Fair coming up in Hermiston, Oregon, the watermelon capital of the world. Holler, holler, holler. Yeah. Very excited. Actually, in my contract, there's four watermelons. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you going to do like a Gallagher type show? No, no. The guy was, I was talking to the guy and he's like, oh, we got more water. I'm like, all right, you got to get me some watermelons. Hells yeah. Oh, and oh, there's watermelons and I think um, a bottle of whiskey that a the guy there makes. And they're giving this to you? That's, and you're... that's in my contract. What the, f- what the fuck? Where are you going to be? I'm also going to be at the Umatilla County Fair performing with you, apparently. Not getting free watermelons and whiskey. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this. Umatilla, peach capital of the world. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just didn't look up the town. I don't know anything about it. It is in Hermiston, right? Hermiston. Not only am I going to be there, not only are you going to be there, I will also be there with my museum, the Museum of Curious Things. Oh, hell yeah. So that's totally worth checking so out. So the trifecta, if you like this podcast, this is the fair to come out to and check out. Yeah. Hells yeah. So uh, all three, myself, Louie, and the uh, museum will be at the Umatilla County Fair. So after about 6 p.m., you can catch Matt and I drinking watermelon whiskey uh, behind the museum. Hells yeah. Watermelon. Is that a thing? Watermelon whiskey? I don't know. Oh, dude. If there's watermelon whiskey and you have it. Send us a link. I want to try this. Yes. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Thanks so much for listening, folks. Check us out. Send us your stuff. iTunes, Spotify. Like us. Subscribe. Tell your friends. We hope you have Tell a, your enemies. Yeah. Tell your enemies. Yeah, why, why should not? you suffer through this alone? Yeah, right. That's true. Uh, so thanks so much. Hope you guys have a super weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Because normal is boring. Today's show is sponsored by The Ladder 15.